All right, we have a very special guest on the show with us today. And thanks for listening to the Mixed Morning Show, by the way. You know, we know the Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez things. We always talk in our celebrity segment about the relationships on and off again that go on in Hollywood. And we always talk about it. But we're going to dig a little deeper. We have a special guest with us. Uh, She's a love strategist. She's a published author on love, relationships, and dating. We're going to talk a little bit about relationships this morning. Please welcome to the show, Elizabeth Overstreet. Elizabeth, how are you today? I'm great. Thank you for having me on the show today, Kevin. Well, it's a pleasure. Thanks for taking a few moments. And, you know, we're looking at, at what you do. You're a love strategist. So I can only assume by the, you deal a lot with folks' relationships and, and working through some tough times and I guess making sure people are a good fit. Is that a good way to put it? Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I help single people find and attract people they want to be in relationships with and cultivate healthy relationships. And then I also help people who are in relationships who hit certain hurdles and roadblocks to get through those roadblocks to reconnect with one another. That's awesome. And and I can only assume that those roadblocks and and, uh, those turns and and twists in a relationship sometime might find you back with an ex. And uh, (laughs) uh, those kind of demographics, and that's kind of like the Jennifer Lopez Ben Affleck uh, story that's going on. It's kind of exes. Are they getting back together? Uh, What would be, I mean, I guess to, to talk about that, how many times does that really work when you go back with an ex. I know you probably can't put a percentage on that, but I'm sure there's many other variables with that, but that can be kind of a tough road, right? Yeah, I feel like an ex is an ex for a reason. (laughs) And if we go back to the reasons of why they became an ex, that's why we're not currently in the situation with them. But I think in the J-Lo situation, why why there might be comfort in her going back to an ex is because she doesn't have to start from ground zero. She could revisit this person that she has this history with. And I think people do that in real life. Some people like to start over completely because they can't get past what has happened with the ex. And some people like to go back to people who are familiar with, they're familiar with or have history because they feel like at least I know what I'm dealing with. Um, But I think that the danger in that is there's a reason that relationship didn't work. There are exceptions where you could have been misaligned just because of timing, right? And people change or they mature. But for the most part, there's a reason that it ended and usually should leave it (laughs) right there. there's not a reason to keep revisiting it. Now, do you think that if a couple are friends, if they're good friends, if it ends well and they just decided, you know, like you said, the timing's not right or for whatever reason, but it was a good breakup, do you think that that makes things kind of okay as far as getting back together? I think... Yeah, and I think that's the exception. I think, that, like I said, you know, there's sometimes it's just timing. Like you are not in the right place and you're with maybe a person who is compatible with you, but maybe you're just not there at that point because of whatever situation. Like we know, for example, Ben has a history of infidelity, right? Mm-hmm. We know he had a history of uh, addictions. So we don't know what was feeding into why their relationship ended because even after the breakup, they did remain good friends. So on the outside, we're kind of like, why would you go back? Because J-Lo was devastated after that breakup. But we don't really know the nuances of what they agreed to in that breakup with one another. Wow, that's uh, you're bringing up some wonderful points. And I think the biggest point I got of what you're talking about, the comfort of going to someone and not starting over. That was like like a glaring light that I didn't even think about, but makes 100 
percent cents. Uh, I mean, if you think about Facebook, totally right. I mean, yeah. people they go back and check people yes. <laughs> that they used to date yep. or they used to know because there's some familiarity and comfort there. There was some good memories, so they attach to those good memories, which can override some of the other pieces of why that relationship really didn't work. So I could see why people would think, okay, that this makes more sense to go this direction. Wow, that is awesome. I want to remind our listeners we're talking with Elizabeth Overstreet, a love strategist. She's uh, uh, now you're a published author. Do you have uh, what stuff do you have out there that we can tell our listeners about? Yeah, so I have a book called Love You and He Will Too, um, and you can find it on Amazon or any of the major uh, book retailers online. And, you know, my philosophy as a relationship coach and love strategist is like we put a lot of effort into a lot of things in our life, you know, as far as our careers or certain endeavors, we train for them, we go get certified for them, we get degreed for them. But when it comes to relationships, we just kind of hope we fall into the right situation (laughs) and we don't put that same effort into it initially um, as far as thinking through the process. So that's why I I termed it love strat, you know, myself a love strategist, because I think there is a strategy to being able to love smarter, not harder. And, and we can use all this, you know, the examples and the information we have now to make better decisions. It doesn't mean you're not going to be immune to bad relationships, right. but you can certainly position yourself to be stronger, you know, through the process and being able to detach from unhealthy relationships. You know what? That makes so much sense. Elizabeth, I'm going to go buy your book. I swear it's such uh, uh, it really is. I mean, I mean, it's uh, you find a way to make sense out of something that I think we tend to make way too complicated, <laughs> you know, and absolutely. Relation- I and- think we overthink it. Like when someone says, they, they're not interested in you, we sit back and say, well, what aren't they interested in as opposed to just taking it you right. know, as black and white, they're not interested. Move on, uh, right. you know, or we get so we get so caught up in like overthinking things and dating, you know, yeah. things so that are true. very simple that people could display that they like you, that we get to the point sometimes that we overthink the, the things that are, should be natural mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. versus the things so that are unnatural. True. So I think there's a lot of things we could just do, make easier in the process. Absolutely. And I think I could benefit from that book as well. It's funny, Kevin, you know, you're on the part of life where you've been married to your wife for several years. Mm-hmm. I'm getting ready to get married. So we have like these two different, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you. But we have these two different aspects of, you know, we're on different parts of our lives in our relationship. And so I think that her book could definitely benefit both of us. And along those lines, I was going to ask you, do you believe there's such a thing as a match made in heaven? Like the perfect match? Is there Mm. one person out there or do you make it? I think there's people that could be very compatible for you, but I don't think there's any perfect relationship. I think what can happen in a relationship is that you become perfected. So what I mean by that, and I'm sure that Kevin can relate to this, when you first get married, you think you know the person (laughs) and you do (laughs) on a certain level, but there's different stages of that relationship and how it involves. And I always use the analogy of a baby. Like a baby changes once they become an infant and then when they become a toddler. And when you're in the beginning or infancy stages of your relationship, there's things you're learning about each other. There's ways you're learning to meld together. So I do think you can build an ideal relationship. I think the starting point is to start with a strong sense of compatibility and like-mindedness and to be clear on that and to look at that person as they are in their current state and say, I could love this person just as they are. Because people are going to typically stick to who they are. They will grow through through the course of the relationship, but a lot of times they will be, they will always go back to certain core traits. So if you could be in love with those core traits just as they are, then that puts you in a good place. It's like that saying when people get married and they're like, guys are like, I hope she doesn't change. And the women are like, I'm hoping he will change. (laughs) And I think it really should be like, I'm hoping that I can love this person. I can love this person just as they are. I think that's a key, letting people be who they are and and really learn to be complimentary to each other. Boy, that makes so much 
sense. And I think some of the things that you are bringing up seem obvious. But I mean, me, I've been married 25 years and it, wow. it, it, it almost brings up the, the you remind people of why the relationship is working, the changes that a relationship can have over the years. But the foundation of knowing who that person is stays the same. It's just it, it, it it's not easy. Relationships take work. Yeah. But uh, with, if both of you are on the same page and you know that core person, like you said, I can see that uh, I, I know Brooke's uh, husband to be pretty well. I can see them another 25. I probably won't be around then, but oh, uh, 25 years from <laughs> oh, now. Don't be so sad. No, no, no. I'll, I'll be a disgruntled old man, old man by then. But no, I firmly believe she'll be uh, saying those same things down the road as well. I want to uh, remind our listeners, they can go online to ElizabethOverstreet.com. Um, we're going to put this interview up on our podcast page as well so that way you can re-listen to it we're going to put up the information so folks can find out about your book and and different things on your website because uh you're talking a lot of sense one quick question before we let let you go i know we were talking a little bit about ben affleck and and j-lo but by talking about that relationship we've been able to kind of talk about our own and kind of real relationships you don't have to be a hollywood star to have these problems i think relationships are relationships but when you have like alex rodriguez who's had some infidelity problems gets with j-lo they're going to get married, but then there was possibly a texting issue with Alex. So now Ben Affleck's been emailing J-Lo at the end of kind of the relationship going sour on that end. Now they see each other. That just sounds like crazy. What's going to end up with these people? <laughs> well, there's just a circle of madness going on. I, you know, when you end one relationship, I know the, the, the desire is not to feel lonely. I mean, that's a human yeah. innate desire and it's very normal. But sometimes by trying to not deal with that loneliness or heal through that relationship, you rush into things and you keep things complex, right? So right. I don't really know how successful their relationship could be just because of the history right. of how her relationship ended with uh, Ben Affleck, the similar issues he has with A-Rod. Right. I know there's familiarity and comfort level there, and I'm sure that Ben is pitching a really great game. <laughs> when he was doing interviews recently, it sounded like he really wanted her back. Yep. But I, I would caution that she needs that time. Um, she's, you know, people look at J-Lo, she's beautiful, she's successful, but unfortunately she's, you know, she's human like human. us. Yes, yes. So she has she has basic human needs just like all of us do. Desire for her to probably want to connect, and you can see that in her history of dating. She likes to be in a relationship, yes. and that's the one thing she probably wants to master. But just, I feel like don't. I think her strategy of this engage this interaction, she needs to take time and pull back, and just take time for J Lo and figure out some things on her end, and not focus so much on the relationship piece. That's awesome. Well, uh, first off, Elizabeth, a pleasure to meet you. Uh, we're going to definitely pass on your website. What is the name of your book, and where can they find it? One more time. Yes, it's called Love You, and He Will Too. Um, by Elizabeth Overstreet. It's on Amazon.com and all the other um, national online uh, book retailers. So definitely people check me out. And if you have just any relationship questions in general, you can go to my website and ask a question and I will answer it. So I look forward to like hearing what people are thinking out there, especially on the heels of this J-Lo yes. <laughs> and Ben Affleck thing and what they may be dealing with personally in, in contemplating going back to an ex. Well, Elizabeth, is that website, you've been so wonderful and <laughs> have a lot of great things to say that I, I'm right there with you is the best way for people to get a hold of you the elizabethoverstreet.com or is there is there another way what's the best way to, to reach out to you so if you go to my website elizabethoverstreet.com there is a way to contact me if you're interested in any kind of coaching services okay. or you have any you know, relationship questions that is the best way and all my connections to my uh, social media linkages are on the website as well 
Perfect. Well, Elizabeth, you've been fantastic. Thanks for taking a few minutes to talk to our listeners and chat with us. Elizabeth Overstreet, thank you so much. The best of luck to you. And uh, maybe uh, one day we can we can chat again. We sure do appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you, Kevin. And Brooke, congratulations on your engagement as thank well. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. You take care now. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.